Chosen Girls, it's so great to be with you again this month just to have some great discussions. I always want to talk to my Chosen Girls and give you wisdom. Wisdom is the principal thing. And so we are honored today to have with us again Dr. Mark Jones, licensed marriage and family therapist. I got it all you out. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> and he is amazing. And again, wisdom, wisdom and wisdom principles. And uh, in the multitude of counsel, there's wisdom. And so, and Dr. Mark Jones has a lot of wisdom that has helped us so much and will continue to help us. He's such a blessing to us and to the ministry. So thank, thank you, you so much for being here today. My pleasure. Really My appreciate pleasure. it. And we are going to be talking about something today that I know um, it reaches every woman and that we can talk about. And actually, we're going to talk about anxiety today. And I know that in these last months, six, eight months, whatever, there's been a lot of anxiety and panic in women and things that are going on in the world that you can't really ignore that uh, re women respond to differently and each woman responds to differently. And so not only are we going to talk about and hit uh, that, the things that are going external on in the world, but what maybe could have been going on in your personal world as to something that you faced that has caused anxiety in you or panic and some steps to take some things that we can do to help all of us know how to deal with that, to recognize it. I mean, part of getting wisdom is recognizing when you hear something and you recognize, oh, that's this. Oh, I'm, it's, this is coming. This is anxiety. This is panic. Oh, I recognize this. Now, what do I do? And remember that. Mm -hmm. So let's start off by talking about, because some people also get, they think about I've heard this term, oh, I'm, I'm depressed and I'm anxious, and they kind of put those together. But so let's just talk about, first of all, uh, the meaning of the word anxiety. Exactly what is anxiety? It's a sense of anxiousness that can be, uh, that can generate inside of your nervous system, your body with racing thoughts, and create a sense of inner turmoil anxiousness feeling. So that's the general definition of that word anxious. Okay. So it's a, it's this feeling of these things that are coming into you, that are coming in your thoughts. It starts here, mm -hmm. right in the mind and these thoughts and these things start coming into your mind and start, you just start like basically obsessing over those thoughts. Yes, that's right. Sometimes you uh, obsess because you're thinking about things that either you're, are bothering you or that you're afraid of or that feel like impending or imminent danger. But then other times anxiousness is created because old memories get activated. Mm. So that happens outside of the cognitive domain where they're not in that moment thinking about things that would create anxiety, but something they've just experienced in the present tense created anxiety that actually started in some past painful experience. Oh, wow. And so that just is something happens that it triggers that and That's it correct. comes back. That's Interesting. Right. Well, what about panic? Okay, panic is at a greater intensity than anxiety. It has all of the features of anxiety and then it goes more intense 
and it can ramp up pretty quickly or it can be gradual. Rapid heartbeat, heavier breathing, maybe trembling, sweating, you can't get your thoughts and your mind together. Some people even feel maybe like they're going to pass out. So it's more extreme, more intense than anxiety. And you can have panic attacks that are birthed from unresolved anxiety. It just gets worse, builds on each other. And then when you don't feel like you can control it, you have a panic attack. And then some people have panic attacks because they're worried about having anxiety. Oh, wow. So that's, that's interesting to see how it can progress. So it Progresses. starts off as just some thoughts maybe coming into your mind, whether something that's going on now mm -hmm. or something that's happened in the past, right. you start feeling anxious about those thoughts, the turmoil, the emotional, the mental state, and then you just start obsessing and then it intensifies and gets Correct. to the panic where then you're with those symptoms that you were talking about and it just gets worse, right? That's correct. Uh, and sometimes you you told me that we had talked about that uh, that panic is t is created typically by a fear, right? Of what? That's of correct. not being in control or not in control is a, an essential component of a panic attack. However, a panic attack is created by some fear of some imminent danger or something they've experienced in the past that wounded them happening again. And so people begin to have thoughts about, will that bad thing happen to me again? Their brain is on high alert. They're watching for any sign of any danger, the same kind of danger. And then they start having panic when they don't think that they could be in control of something bad happening, which is happening today uh, abroad, but also in the home, because during the quarantine times, people were in essence trapped in their homes together. So before then, they could avoid each other in a way by going to work or different ways. And then when they're trapped in the house together, what happens is unresolved hurts, unresolved angers, unresolved resentments, either from the family or from their past, starts coming up in their thought world and their emotional world. And then the way typical human behavior works is then we transfer it or project it onto the people we love and around the most. And then they have anxiety over getting up the next morning, knowing they're gonna to have to deal or interact with, this, with these issues again and it's not within their control. Mm, wow. And then it so anxiety. I'm sure that during these last, you know, six, eight months or whatever, you've seen a lot more women uh, coming to you that are suffering from anxiety, I have. right? Yes, I have. What happens then if if they are also if they also have young children yeah. and they're parenting young children and those moving parts, right? Yeah. The younger their children, there are <laughs> a lot of moving parts. And then their stress on the marriage relationship, or if they're a single parent mother and they're doing it by themselves, mm. they have anticipatory anxiety because they're not quite so sure if they're even going to be able to endure the stress. So they have anxiety over that potentially. They have anxiety over, are they even capable of handling this scenario? Or they have anxiety over the relationship tension 
with a spouse that they're having. So there's many components that create stress and then create anxiety and then could turn into panic if they don't feel like they have a sense of control over it. I see. So, and, and all of us have been, was, we were all thrown into this, had no control or felt like we had no control over all the situation that was happening back in the quarantine or when the uh, COVID-19 first started, thrown into this unknown, uh, not knowing, out of control, not knowing what's going to happen, a whole new, everything new, different, and changing everything. And so for someone who's not grounded, um, even in the Word of God, to, to, to focus on or then again had these behaviors before that had never dealt with them uh, certain things going on in their lives or like in a in a, their marriage relationship or whatever it just intensified right that's exactly correct wow. it does, does intensify and then if a person like you said is not grounded and they don't know how to say scripture for example over right. their lives yeah and they don't know scripture or they don't know the importance and the positive, strong effect of saying scripture, decreeing scripture over themselves, then they're trying to deal with the stress and the anxiety and potential panic in their own carnal self, which is not ever good enough when no. you get into that type no. of situation. No, it isn't because, um, you know, we had to all keep reminding ourselves of who was in control, right? Oh, and God is, is in control and God's still in control and he was in control. And I definitely um, talked to people and to women that were feeling very overwhelmed and um, because they were saying, well, it's this unknown, I don't know. And it's like, this is true, but we have to focus on what we do know, That's which right. God is in heaven. He, the earth belongs to him, the fullness thereof. It's, uh, so it belongs to him. He's going to work all things together for his glory. You know, I mean, just again, you know, and, um, and just quoting mm -hmm. scripture. So um, another, th we were talking about a panic of, uh, you know, a certain kind of panic of phobias. And I think that that's a different kind of panic. And we don't want to just talk about today, just even though, yes, there's been a lot of anxiety and panic that's been caused from what we are experiencing as basically the world now. But you as women, things that you face every day, no matter whether that the panic that was going on or not, the COVID-19 or whatever, that women face every day. And there's certain panics mm -hmm. that women face or that we face every day that you're like, hey, what's going on? And we were talking about some of those phobias, right? That's correct. Fears can turn into fear, uh, phobic level fears as well that uh, that are similar to agoraphobia, which is the sense of being trapped or feeling trapped. And once that starts happening, then it bleeds over into other areas of their life, trapped in something, in a scenario, trapped with people, trapped in a room, trapped in a meeting where they can't get out, trapped in an airplane. And so that phobic level fear, pretty immediately, once it gets to the phobic level fear, pretty immediately turns into a panic, not just an anxiety. And it's good for women to know what they're experiencing in their body. What is that called? Because, you know, a lot of women 
don't know that that's called anxiety. That level of anxiousness they're feeling is actually called anxiety in their body. And when they know that's what it is, it seems to calm them somewhat because they know what it is. If they don't know what it is and they feel those symptoms, then their mind starts going into all kinds of worst case scenario, which heightens the fear. Which, yes, yeah, so it would start with the anxiety or the stress or the anxiety first, and then it would go into the fear or in the panic, mm -hmm. and then it could lead into the, uh, the other the, phobia, to phobia level. Phobia that's, level. that's correct. Because they get afraid of what those feeling those symptoms and not knowing what they are. So first, so it. first point, first step would be recognize. recognize. Recognize when they start feeling certain things going on in their body, uh, whether it's anxiousness, restlessness, tension, or their nervous system will go, wait a minute, uh, recognize this, this is anxious. I mean, this is anxiety trying to mm -hmm. come on me and recognize that. Because, you know, knowledge, when you know something and you can That's look right. for it, it's kind of like, you know, now, of course, it's been a long time since I had a baby, okay? But uh, now, you know, <laughs> when you had, when we were doing yeah. Lamaze classes, That's right? That's right. And you go to the doctor and, or, and you go to these classes, you get all this education and they tell you, look for this, this, and this. And if this is happening, this is happening, and this right. is happening. And, and when you go into that situation, then you're like, oh, okay, when he said that, that meant this. Mm -hmm. So now That's we're right. educating ourselves as women, which is great to know that, okay, if we start feeling, uh, you know, restlessness, anxiousness, tension in our body or nervous system, okay, I'm recognizing because I'm learning that that is the first step, which is anxiety, and I'm recognizing that. So I want to say, wait a minute, that's anxiety. Okay, I need to stop there. I need to stop right there because I don't want to get into the panic, which was then you start having like physical symptoms in your body of panic, which that's is correct. dizziness. You could, you know, heart palpitations, like what you're talking about, that's numbness, correct. weird things. That's I mean, right. panic just takes it to a whole nother level. It sure does. So if you can recognize those things before and not go into that, that panic mm -hmm. and that fear or phobias, which is a whole nother level. That's right. right? New level. And that known, like you're saying, uh, Cindy, to know what it is does seem to bring a person a level of peace because they know. If they don't know, the unknown turns into fear of the unknown and mm -hmm. then heightens the anxiety. Mm -hmm. So just to know what it is mm -hmm. helps, helps tremendously. And on that point, instead of the mind racing and trying to come up with these natural uh, cognitive answers, I like to encourage people, the very first thing they should do is have a list of scriptures that they begin to confess and say over themselves that pertain to anxiety. There are many verses that pertain yes. to anxiety. Be anxious for nothing. Yes. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world gives, give unto you. Mm -hmm. Let not your heart be, be troubled. troubled, neither mm -hmm. let it be afraid. Saying scripture over yourself and those confessions brings a level of strength to you when you feel weak in that time of anxiety or panic.
Yeah, no, that's right. That's and like I said, that's your core where you have to go to, right? Um, and we talked about um, too. You know, some of the things that you know that besides just being in COVID, some other things you know in this situation we've been in that can cause you as a, a woman to go into anxiety. Uh, or panic, sometimes they are driven by these traumas that happened early in your life or a wound, right? That's exactly correct. So you could have molestation earlier years of your life, you can have a rape, you can have an assault, you can have neglect, you can have a divorce where you've been traumatized by an affair or something of that nature or abuse. And so what happens is those type of traumas encode and imprint the memory on three levels, mental picture memory, emotional memory, muscle memory. And then under stress in the present tense, those old wounds can come up. You start feeling them again. You feel unstable. And so what's happening is your memories in, uh, that created by that trauma start coming up in the present tense. And that creates anxiety as well, so that maybe in the present tense there's not imminent threat, mm -hmm. but you feel it in your body because your trauma memories have come it up. It took you back to a trauma that's, right. that's something that happened in your life. And so exactly you correct. as a woman could be put into a situation mm -hmm. where um, you're going, wait a minute, why did I act like that? Why am I feeling like this? That's well, right. there is something that happened that is causing that anxiety and to try to get to that root, you know, and, right. and try to get to where that trauma happened, uh, what happened and deal with that, you know, forgive or whatever you need to do, whatever, mm -hmm. forgive the, the situation or the person or whatever, but to deal with it mm -hmm. so that because, you know, it's a habit uh, and you have to break that, you know, you have to, it's like, like, I've talked about before, I had this habit, you know, from a traumas that I had experienced early on in my childhood of walking in rejection. And so as I would sometimes, as I started seeing God showing me that, and, and it would cause anxiety over me. Like That's I would, correct. I'd get into a situation where I was being rejected or I, right. in my mind, I felt like I was being rejected. That's right. And I would go into this anxiety about, Oh, what did I do wrong? I must have done mm -hmm. something wrong. I didn't do the right thing. I didn't right. measure up. I didn't do enough. I mean, but mm -hmm. I was like, I started going into this anxiety. So I had to learn. It was learned and takes time. And it's still a process. I mean, because it's a renewing of my mind. Oh, wait a minute. Now, why did I just do that? Well, you took that as rejection. So I that inner wound, that trauma, Mm -hmm. And it was a result of abuse. It was a result right. of, uh, of, of neglect and other things, it, those wounding experiences. And it did put my brain in high alert. And I had to, right. to like, wait a minute, this is not what's happening, you know? That's exactly right. You identified that your memories got activated. You brought up the tools of processing through this is not rejection. This yeah. is my memories coming up. Yeah. Once you start identifying the difference between the two, the difference between the present tense and memories coming memories, up from yeah. the past seems to settle the person because they make sense of what's happening to them. Right. So the, the anxiety produced from traumas coming up, if they could do the work on that, if can't do it by themselves, get with someone else who, who can help them, that way, when something happens to them, like a memory gets activated, they can 
process through that with tools rather than staying in the same pattern. And what you said is true. Whatever we practice over a long period of time, intentionally or not, we develop a learned behavior around yeah. it. So then we have to break the behavior yes, of it as yes, well. Yes, we do. Because I, I had to do that. I, had, I definitely had to do that in that situation where uh, it was like, okay, why did I just act like that? Well, okay, I'd hear the Holy Spirit say, well, you took that as rejection. And I'd go, wait a minute. Okay, well, I ask you, Lord, to forgive me of that. I want to see it before I respond that in mm. that way. That's right. Uh, and so, uh, and you've had women come into your, into your office to see you that have had uh, a bad experiences or trauma with a, either a spouse or a boyfriend or even somebody they didn't even know, a rape or a molestation through they were young. And they would respond in a certain way, just coming into your office as being a man, right? That's exactly right. And, and they'd have this anxiety have anxiety coming into the office because they're coming to the office. And then when they come in, maybe I don't know their whole story, even though I've read their intake information, and they come and sit down, and as soon as the door closes and they hear that door lock, uh, then they have a panic attack because look at the same components. If, if it was a molestation, they were molested by a man, whoever it, whoever it might have been, a boyfriend, a, a uh, stepfather, mm -hmm. a biological father, a stranger, an uncle, whoever yeah. it was. And so the man in the room, yes. they're trapped with him yeah. and they're about to open their life to him and have some vulnerability. Mm. That often creates a sense of danger and threat and therefore anxiety and panic. And they have to process through that. That can happen to them outside of an office like mine. That can happen to them in a church service, it can happen to them in some kind of meeting somewhere mm -hmm. where their old memories get activated. And to be equipped to know what that is brings them to a level of making sense of it. Here's what it is. Don't follow it. Don't get uh, tied up in that same sequence of thinking like we're talking about mm -hmm. the learned behavior and mm -hmm. have the tools to process out of that. Right. Uh, and, you know, and when you're talking about that, too, it's important, women, that you hear that it's, you know, your anxiety, it's going to come, okay? Stress mm -hmm. is going to happen. That's correct. Okay, it's part of natural life. That's right. And anxiety is going to try to come on you, and you don't be ashamed of that, you That's know? Correct. And don't be afraid of it, or don't be uh, afraid of, of, you know, dealing with it, because it, it is, you don't have to be ashamed, because it, 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 it does happen, okay? Happens. And just to know what you're experiencing, I think, is going gonna, is gonna to help you That's and right. to identify that and know that, well, hey, there's an answer to this. Um, this will, sometimes it will happen. I mean, I think definitely, I think we saw people that responded in anxiety to some of the events going on that they'd never experienced anxiety or stress and they'd never seen it. And they were like, well, wait a minute, I shouldn't be feeling like this. And you know, or this is wrong. And you know, being mm -hmm. all hard on themselves, but give right. yourself some grace and That's space right. and grace, I would say. <laughs> exactly. They go, just to be able to space and grace to sit down and go, okay, let's think about this. Let's talk about this and w walk yourself out of it, you know, with the, with the word of God, because those smart. things happen, you know? That happens and you're, you're exactly right, Cindy. Uh, anxiety kind of feels shameful sometimes. Yeah, because right? yeah, you're embarrassing. like embarrassing. Embarrassing. Like, 
Yeah. Or why am I acting like this? This isn't me. Why did I That's respond correct. like this? This isn't me. That's right. Well, I mean, for me, it's like, it's kind of like, okay, it, you're right. It isn't you. Correct. It is a learned behavior or something that happened, a trauma. Mm -hmm. Really, it isn't you. It's not the That's new you that Christ exactly made. <laughs> it's right. not the new you that Christ created and made you to be when you accepted him as your savior. But you have to, it is a process of working those things out. That's the traumas, right. the, the behaviors, uh, you know, mm -hmm. whatever the traumas were, the abuse, the neglect, or even, like I said, the things that are going on in the world today. It is a process, right? Yes, it is. And if you have identified the anxiety or panic and then tracked it back and know where it came from, an inner wound, a painful experience, a trauma, then go reach out and go through inner healing, go through ministry, Yes. go to retraining the yes. way that you think, equipping yourself rather than just trying to deal with it internally all by yourself. Yeah, that's good because I was going to talk about some practical steps and first steps to begin healing and recovery from anxiety. So some practical steps is just a practical step is just like what you just said. Like that's you correct. recognize that you have to go get maybe ministry or prayer or inner healing. You start writing those things down and dealing with them because that's some practical things that you can do that it's, it's not... Okay, it's okay. Correct. First of all, Jesus Correct. is there going, here I am, come to Amen. me. I can heal this, I can take care of this, you know, and, and you don't have to continue to walk in that, right? That's right. Come unto me all you that labor and heavy laden and yes, I will give you rest. I will give you right? rest. I'll give you rest. Yes. The other practical uh, thing that people could do to help themselves is I mentioned it a minute ago, but uh, you could make a list of, do research and make a list of 10 scriptures that pertain to the anxiety or panic, the stress, the wounds that you've experienced and post them somewhere and confess them out loud every day for the next 30 days. Yeah. It'll not only reprogram your mind, reprogram, but it'll build your faith, yes. make you stronger. Yes. It'll get you closer to the Lord if yes. you'll do that. And that's a practical, very powerful Tool. It is. It is a very powerful tool, and I do definitely recommend that to do that. Amen. And so, when and if you see uh, anxiety or stress, uh, if you see stress or anxiety coming on you, like it's always good to say, okay, it happens every time this happens. That's correct. So that's always that's a good thing to know too, is to write that down. Okay, that's right. when this happens. This is when I start feeling it. And because then that helps you identify right. more pinpoint the scriptures to read, to read. Because again, you've got to renew your mind. You're a new creation in Christ Jesus. Old things have passed away. All things have become new. You are becoming, you're being made into his likeness and his image. It's not like this, oh, it's done. It's a process, right? Becoming, that's the actual Greek word that's used, becoming. And so it is a process. So no, it's a process. Try not to get, you know, overcome by the shame and embarrassment of it. If you can't get it done yourself, reach out and get help and allow yourself to be directed into certain ways of thinking, thinking to come out of it. Allow yourself to be ministered to. You know, healing, think about it. 
And retraining doesn't happen accidentally no. or just because we no, get older. It does not. It happens intentionally yes. because you pursue it. That's correct. And you have to. You have to decide, hey, I don't want to do this or live like this anymore, and I'm going to do this. I am not going to keep living like this, you know? I'm going to oh, I'm going to make a change and I'm going to make that that decision. Well, how Amen. can we as chosen women support our fa- friends or family members that might be experiencing anxiety and we can see that in them? See that in them. Well, one of the first things is begin to step out and learn to pray with people who are experiencing anxiety, minister to them, be able to talk to them and support them, right? Don't lecture them have empathy and compassion. Jesus had compassion, right? Have compassion, lift them up. And then you could also help them make decisions about do they need to go to a professional? Do they need to go get ministered to in the church or would someone else uh, exactly help them assess what they need? Because you know when you have anxiety, your mind is not necessarily thinking that clear yourself with all of the remedies that you could go and pursue. So reach out, help someone, encourage them, pray with them, say scripture with them, and help them talk that through and have compassion on them. Yeah, I love that. That's so good. And again, to me, go back to grace and space, right? Amen. (laughs) Give them grace and space and love, you know? Amen. Love never fails and just continue to love them. But to, you know, to encourage them, like exactly what you said in the word, with the word and help walk through it with them, you know? Um, And, you know, I think we talked about this already, but we can proactively protect ourselves from these attacks of the enemy by putting ourselves in the Word of God uh, and and quoting scripture and confessing and having that core inside of you. Um, We can, uh, and we continue to do that every day, confessing who we are, who God says we, who we are every day, making those confessions. That is going to help us and protect us against the attacks of the enemy. Yes, that is true. On that note, what we've been talking about so far is a psychological, clinical, behavioral component, but there's also a supernatural, spiritual component to anxiety and panic because the kingdom of darkness only comes to steal, kill, and destroy. They don't have empathy. You know, demon spirits don't have empathy on people and decide, well, because you're suffering, they'll leave you alone. (laughs) You know, what you have to do is think of, if you're tormented, if it gets to a place of torment and it's not regular feeling type anxiety, it's torment, then you have to direct the Word of God toward that torment. Mm. It's a supernatural yeah. component. So both can happen. You want to be aware of both. So good. Yeah, well, it is a supernatural, right? For sure. We do our part, then God does his part, right? Oh, man. Yeah, we do our part. And I've seen, I've actually, you know, talked to some women that have they've gotten to that point. And I'm like, wait a minute, you, this is torment. Torment. You're, you're, you know, you're being tormented. Now that's we need correct. to take authority over that. That's exactly And correct. the spirit realm, and this has to stop. Now that's, right. that's torment. That's so, right. so there's a difference between anxiousness and anxiety. Yeah. That's thought induced or memory trauma, memory induced. Okay. And when it graduates to torment, or when you can't tell when it moved from anxiety to torment, but the truth is, once it turns into torment. It is a supernatural component at that moment. What's happened is the kingdom of darkness has come into the equation and has brought it to a level of torment. 
So I always like to tell people when it moves from anxiety and maybe some thought-induced panic over to, but you can process out of it, say the Word of God over yourself. But when it's so intense and relentless in the form of torment, that is a supernatural demonic attack against you. Yep. And the way you combat that is like you were saying, use the Word of God yep. and take authority over it. And I'll yep. tell you, if you'll do that, it will work. Yes, that's true. I, I, I have seen that happen for sure in some of the mm -hmm. women that I've talked to for sure. Wow, this is so great. I hope this has really helped you because it's amazing and um, really great, great stuff because we're definitely seeing a lot of women uh, suffer from anxiety. Yeah. And it go for starting with stress, and sometimes it doesn't just go straight to, into anxiety, fear, and then panic, and it could go to torment. So hopefully, and I know this has helped you as our, my amazing chosen women to recognize Amen. these things. Stay in the Word of God. Stay Amen. strong. Stay encouraging each other uh, in the Word. Amen. And that's what we have to do in these days, and not in these days, but every day. Stand on the every Word of day. God and encourage each other and, and promote each other to good works, right? Amen. Well, thank you so much for talking My about pleasure. this with us. We're going to talk about, next month you'll see us, we're going to talk about depression and uh, what that means. And so I can't wait to see you then. I just bless you. I hope you have a very Merry Christmas. And remember, Girls' Night Out is coming up very soon, end of February, and I can't wait to see you there.